We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the final segment. We're about to tap out here on the BetQL Network. Brendan Tobin's in Miami. Jake Galley producing the action in Philly. I'm in Kansas City. I am Sean Levine, the UFC main card for UFC to a 46 Vegas inside the uh, the uh, the apex, easy for me to say, is about 20 minutes away. Let's go ahead and start on that main card. Let's start at the bottom of it with Caitlin Chokagian, the number two ranked flyweight in the women's division, taking on a Jennifer Maya. You can get Maya at a plus 164. You can get Caitlin Chokagian at a minus 196. Of course, BT, they've fought before. When it comes to Chokagian, you want to talk about experience. I mean, she's fought Carmouche. She's fought I. She's fought Valentino. She's fought on Gerard, and she's lost to all of them. So do you like experience, or do you like winning in this one? Uh, I like experience in this one. I like the idea that Chikagan has uh, gotten this done before. I think that, yeah, she's not the she's not the creme de la creme, but I do think that, you know, she has shown herself to be a little bit better than Maya before. I think that she knows how to get to the scorecards and get a win. And so for me, I like Chikagan getting this one by decision. And the flyweights, as far as the guys go, Brandon Royval, always exciting when he steps into the octagon at a minus 168. He's ranked number five, taking on Rodrigo Bontarin at a plus 142. Now you talk about his BJJ skills, no question about it. You can get him at six to one to submit Royval, although I think that Royval is just so tough that he's going to take this one. This one seems to me like one of those that, could go on the could be feet to ground, ground to feet. It could be all over the place, but I think it eventually goes to the cards. And I think the Brandon Royval gets his hand raised in the very end. Yeah, I so badly want to flip because I do agree with you, but I so badly want to flip flop on you because that's such a fun bet. So tasty looking at it right now because I just see his, I see his credentials. I see that Royval did get submitted the last time around. You know, I'm sure he worked very hard on it. I'm sure they've been working submissions like crazy in camp. I don't know if I got the guts to do it, though. I don't care about Roy Bull's losses the way that you do, though. Like, it'd be one thing if he lost to Scrubs. When you're losing to Kaikara France and a guy called Brandon Moreno, those guys are going to be pretty much anybody. They're so white hot that I, I, I'm a huge Roy Bull fan, and I like him a lot tonight. It's not the idea that he's lost. I'm talking about the way that he's lost. Like, Touché. if he got submitted in his last fight and you got a guy in here who's really good at look, it's going to prove a lot of stuff because if he wants to contend, he's got to get well-rounded all over the place, especially if he's going to go on there with the, you know, the figaheadas of these worlds and how dangerous they are with their submissions as well. And so, yeah, I think that he is, uh, he's got a good test here tonight. I don't know if I got the guts to pull the trigger on, uh, on plus 600 for uh, Bontarine to get in the submission. But it's staring at me. It's 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 trying to sweet speak sweet nothings to me. It's trying to convince, trying to seduce me, Sean. Well, it's that's a difficult thing to do. But I will say, you do look pretty good down there. Um, it's, Thanks, it's man. tough. It's, it's it tough was to it was it was very it was very cold this morning here. You know, I had to survive fifty degrees. I had to put a hoodie on. It was tough, dude. Enough with the Miami, enough with the Miami bragging. Like you think it's funny and it literally digs under my skin (laughs) as I'm trying to dig out my driveway and my pipes have been currently frozen for 48 hours. It's 20 degrees here in Kansas city. So keep your Miami mouth shut, but I do want you to open it up when it comes to chase Sherman versus Jake Collier. This is one of those fights that also is going to be exciting, even though both these guys need it. Like we talked about the vanilla gorilla, this guy, I hate to put people on the chopping block. He's one in five in his last six. My question isn't, if he's going to be on the chopping block, if he loses, it's more. How is he still here? I think, listen, I think that we see what the UFC has been doing, especially with these fight night cards. Like they're trying to find bodies, you know, guys who are available. So I do think that's given yeah. some leniency to some guys. 
But you're right. Like, this is kind of do or die time for him. He's already been out of the UFC once for a bad losing streak. So I I, I think he knows that. I, I, I do think that with Collier, like, it's a little bit more even, Steven. I don't think it's as much on the line for him. I like the desperation with Chase Sherman. You know, the guy's had some big finishes before. Been hard times for him lately. But, you know, for him to just find a spot, I don't think he's getting an overwhelming matchup here. So, and and and, and he's the more natural heavyweight. So I, I like I like Chase Sherman by knockout uh in this one plus 310 that one uh that one I, I feel very confident in if you have ocd like i do and you like patterns then collier's your guy in the octagon he won he lost he won he lost he won he lost which means tonight brendan very obviously he's going to win so you can get him tonight right now at minus 136 the vanilla gorilla chase sherman at a plus 116 let's move up to our guy calvin cater who's the higher-ranked fighter against Giga Chikatse. So Giga comes in, ranked number eight, but he's also the heavy favorite. Like, it's not like he's a minus 115 or a minus 150 or a minus 200. He's sitting in a minus 240 right now, bro, which means you can get Calvin Cater on the comeback at 2-1 to one on your money, plus 198 officially. You want to talk about juicy? You want to talk about tasty? That's one of those big seedless watermelons at the very front of the grocery store. You got to take a bite out of that Calvin Cater 2-1. to one. It's uh, it is, and he's a very quality fighter. It does feel like people are kind of rats off a ship on him just for losing one fight to one of the best fighters of all Max time. Holloway. And man, what he withstood in that fight, that was crazy. I, I mean, like we, you know, you and I both watched it back last week before we talked to Calvin Cater, who I think we all have a soft spot in our heart for, uh, maybe except for our dump button. Uh, everybody has a soft spot in their heart for on this show. So I love Calvin Cater. I do worry though. Like th- there are, there is part of me. I'm glad that he's taken a lot of time off, but there is a part of me that does worry. Like, are there lasting effects from a fight like that? Like is it, you know, when you, when you go through a war like that, you know, does he come back the same? I, I mean, for me, I don't think we could, I don't think anybody can understand that kind of toughness with what Calvin Cater was able to withstand. It's nuts. I don't understand. Like I still marvel at it. He was able to get through that fight. Um, but the thing that I, I think Giga does have that Calvin does it, I do think he has a little bit more of, of tricks, uh, bags in, uh, tricks in his bag. Like we've mentioned the Giga kick. Obviously, that's been the, uh, the the hot topic. You'll hear it a bunch tonight on the broadcast. What's the over-under on Giga kick mentions tonight on the broadcast as they lead the up to this? over mentions on Giga kick for you before the show ends is a dozen at this point. <laughs> um, but I would say uh, I would say it's it, for me. I think that's the difference. I think that Giga is going to have a lot of different adjustments. I think that we'll see some good moments from from Calvin, just like we did in the Max Holloway fight. Uh, Jake, you got something on this one as far as this fight's concerned? Yeah, I I've been looking at the methods pretty much all week, and I, I can't get away from Calvin Cater by points. So, and I, I trace this back to let's go and take Giga Chikadze at his word. Okay, maybe maybe he will force Calvin Cater to switch up his style a little bit after he went through that war with Max Holloway. Okay, well, if Calvin Cater can gain a round by leaning against Giga Chikadze against the cage, right. and you know you, you can pocket around, I really like Calvin Cater by points plus 550 fight, a technical fight, uh, kind of poke at him, prod at him, maybe try and load up, hit a couple big shots. And if they don't land, um, I think he is the fighter that you would point to for having more incentive to take it to the ground to avoid that type of war for the second straight fight in a row. So I, I don't know. I, I, I try not to be biased, but I really want to back our guy Calvin here. So I think I'm going to go with cater plus plus five fifty by decision. 
And you know that's it, logical thinking because, I mean, it lets, Cater did take more punches, BT, than anybody in the history of the Octagon. Significant punches his last time out against Max. So, to Jake's point, like, if you think that it's going to go to the cards, Cater's – he might be the most difficult guy to knock out right now in this weight class. He might be, but that's the thing, though, is he can take a lot of punishment, and I don't know how good that looks to the judges. See, like, here's the thing that would sway it for me. The idea that this is in the apex, right? What, are there going to be 200 people in there? I don't know how many judges can get swayed by that. Like, if this was a fight in Boston, and you told me that for every three that Giga throws, cool, but every one that Cater throws, the crowd's going to be going crazy. They're backing their guy. He's like, they're Rocky and all that type of stuff. Okay, I think that could sway some things. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up the pace that Jacatesy is because, you know, he's going to probably throw the kitchen sick at him. He's going to probably pick at him with a lot of kicks and things like that. I do think that Calvin's going to be looking at this where he's like, how can I set up this big bomb to put him away? Can he make a mistake there? Like if I, I think if Calvin's going to win, I think he's got to do it by knockout. If it does end in that type of fashion with either one of these guys, how close are they to the belt? Now that we know that Volkanovsky after Max pulled out is going to be taking on the Korean zombie. Oh man, I think I think that I think that Giga for sure. I think if he wins, he's going to be close because that would put him out of a win streak. I think what that's ten in a row for him. Yeah, so, digits, yeah, yeah. So I think that that would put him uh, super close. I mean, I don't think he's going to vault all the way from eight to like one, but I definitely think that maybe win one more win and he's in that conversation or the right situation steps up and maybe he finds his way there like Korean Zombie did. I think for Calvin, yeah, he gets a win against a guy who's lower ranked than him. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be next man up, but I definitely think it gets him back in the talk again. Like people will start saying, okay, yeah, he's right back into title contention. Maybe that's a couple fights away though. About 10 minutes away from the main card. Let's get parlayed if we can. Your two favorite bets tonight. I'll give you mine and give you a second to chew on it. 